dig this. First 125 Moro here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures. You can save yourself 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing by entering discount code BIGMX17. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got Villapoto and uh, not Ryan, but Tyler Villapoto. Tyler, how's it going? It's going, man. How you doing? Not too bad, not too bad at all. Thank you for making some time for the Big MX Radio Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you on, sir. For sure. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, just, uh, sorry I couldn't make it happen sooner. Just been super busy with life, like everybody these days. Absolutely. To- totally unbeknownst to uh, the listener group, we've been trying to uh, get this podcast off the ground for uh, a better part of a week now, but uh, we're on the line. We're finally talking motocross with uh, a kid that knows quite a bit about it. You are, of course, uh, Tyler Villapoto, the number 61 machine in your program. Tell me a little bit about yourself, my friend. Uh, yeah, you know, we're just uh, definitely trying to keep the wheels rolling. Stepped away from it a few times throughout my life, but uh, obviously, once you've done it and and it's in your blood, it's hard to hard to uh, just step away and, and leave it. So I uh, came back and put a team together, just some local people and uh, you know some companies, and just doing it in the Northwest where I'm based out of these days. Um, just like I said, happy to be back at the track. Got some supporters like a money man kind of get me to the track and talking to a few shops to get to get bikes for next year to uh just kind of keep the wheels rolling do more of a lifestyle thing not really um so much about being the champ or nothing like that but just doing it because you love to do it a little bit uh fast fast house-esque if you will um kind of uh, doing it for the love of the sport and uh very core and, and, and passionate about what you're doing um what is it about motocross that brings you back every time i think that's something that everyone can relate to uh if you do ever sell a bike or sell all your bikes uh within a year or two uh you want to get right back into it because uh you miss the people you miss the feeling and uh frankly uh there's nothing that quite replaces being on two wheels so uh, I, i'm sure you can echo those sentiments no totally you know i mean even whether it's injury or you know life itself uh it's really hard to keep 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 going at it you know it's such a brutal sport such a vicious sport it's a very cutthroat industry and uh to to stay at it and stay with it it takes a lot of money or you know determination uh, drive whatever you want it to to be you gotta you gotta pull something more than just uh, the average thing out i mean sorry yeah but yeah, motocross, man. It's uh, it's not like the normal life, you know, nine to five and whatnot. It's uh, 
So after a year, I, I mean, I worked construction for two years this last year, and it, it, motocross ate my soul up, seeing everybody else still doing it and knowing that I still should do it and have the skill to do it. It's, uh, yeah, it's hard to step away from it. So I, I came back and, and got some bikes myself, bought a 125, a CR125 off Craigslist for a thousand bucks and bought another $1,500 CR250 and, uh, wasn't much to get them running tip top shape, you know, uh, about 500 bucks, but, uh, just happy to be back, put a program together and yeah, it's like I said, it's really hard to stay away from, uh, motocross, the nine to five, the normal lifestyle just doesn't cut it compared to, uh, motocross. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, man. Uh, I too work construction. I'm a bricklayer, uh, by trade and, uh, um, all these guys that I hear talking about uh, kind of um, the, the the struggle is real sort of thing about uh, racing motocross. I like I, I I'm sure it is a lot of work. I'm sure all those road rides aren't fun. I'm sure the injuries are not easy whatsoever. But uh, I'm telling you right now, whether it be if I was to leave my house this morning and go to a motocross track or go to uh, or go to uh, the construction site to go lay bricks, I definitely take the uh, the the first one. So. Uh, it's a, it's it's cool to see that you've kind of gotten a, a bit of a, a perspective on that. Curious to see uh, what kind of construction you were doing. Yeah, you know, I was doing commercial. We were we were doing a ten million dollar community center for one of our uh, towns around us here on the peninsula. But uh, yeah, TRC was the name of the company, and pretty pretty decent company to work for. Uh, was working a prevailing prevailing wage job, so I was making decent money. You know, like fifty bucks an hour, so I couldn't complain. And I worked it for two years and. But, uh, yeah, motocross kept calling me, and, and, and people in my corner still believe in me, and, and that's what it's about, you know. Yeah, sticking with it, if you have the right program, right people behind you, and, and it's uh, it's awesome. But if you, you're a privateer and you're struggling and you're just doing it out of strictly love, and, and uh, you know, it's it's so much harder. I mean, it takes so much, obviously. It's, it's not just the speed. It's not just the skill. Um, it's so much more, obviously, you know, people that your family, friends, you know, all the, the entourage, every, everybody that comes involved with it, you know, whether you have an agent or, um, yeah, it's just never ending and it's, uh, it's very hard to stay on top and there's, there's only so many people that really do make it, so. Absolutely, and and you're you, you've seen um, basically that firsthand in the fact that uh, you're you're happen to be related to one who who's about a, as as made it as you can possibly make it as far as motocross goes. And uh, to that point, um, does it become difficult for a guy like Tyler Villapoto to uh, make his own name, so to speak? Because uh, I can definitely relate to that in the fact that uh, Dad's a pretty good bricklayer, so uh, like it, it's it's tough to kind of be my own person, sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure. I totally understand, you know, like with the construction, my dad, he's just starting to build again. And, <clears throat> you know, I was just a laborer, not no, uh, I thought I actually got to work and do uh, um, some framing this last year for six months, which was nice to, to, to get out that. But it's years and years of uh, doing that to actually understand it and do it just offhand. But, um, yeah, motocross, man, it's uh it is all right to have the older brother as a champ, but really in reality, it's, it's not the greatest. It's, uh, you just have a lot of expectations, a lot of, a lot of people thinking this and that, and, and most of them have no idea even what, what is what in your family or, or how your upbringings were or, right. or, uh, yeah, you know, if you had the same or not, you know, um, I've seen other families be brought, brought up in the industry and, and, um, the way they were brought up and, uh, 
managed and managed was a bit different than us, you know, it was, uh, but it, I'm not complaining. I got to do things that most kids in the world don't get to do and live the life that was great. But, uh, yeah, I wish I had a time machine, man. Go, go back and do it a little different. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, you, you must still pretty, pretty young guy, all things considered, uh, you, your, your brother's the same age as I am. So, uh, you must be what, 25 years old. Yeah, I'm like 26, uh, 27 okay. this year, but I'm only going to, I'm going to try to keep it going until I'm 30. Um, wow. and who knows and beyond, you know, my, my grandfather, he's 80 or 79 or whatnot. He's still racing and, and, uh, he was just racing last weekend and he's just a savage. He can't get it away from it. Can't get it away from it either, you know, and it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, consumes you basically. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Button former factory supercross rider you're listening to the big mx radio show we're going to take it to a commercial we'll be right back justified cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you quality comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle woven throughout the moto desert skate and surf culture of justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day, so we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. When it's time to turn heads, Spokeskins has you covered. Whether it's dirt bikes, street bikes, or bicycles, Nobody does it better than spokeskins. Mix and match your spokes or go with the same color all the way around. Either way, spokeskins is the way to go to customize the look of your bike. Uniting off-road riders on every end of the budget spectrum, spokeskins is aimed at giving you the custom look without the custom price tag. If you're looking to set your bike apart from the rest of the herd, turn some heads, and be able to change your bike's look on the fly, head to spokeskins.net. They don't just have spokeskins on their website, they've got more. New products are being added all the time, like the Motul Slacker Digital Sag Scale, and just recently, Galfer Off-Road Series Rear Brake Lines, Oversized Rotor Kit, and Front Brake Lines as well. So do what I did. Head to spokeskins.net today, place your order, and get set up to turn some heads out there. Spokeskins, we've got you covered. 100% equals everything. When you give everything, you do not save anything for later. Do not relax. Do not take a break to catch your breath. Give everything you've got from start to finish. You leave it all on the track. It is very rare that a logo or saying becomes so strong that Hall of Fame athletes choose to run it without any agents or contracts or business discussed. Question is, how much do you give? If you give 100% on the track, shouldn't your goggles? Whether you choose the Racecraft, the Akuri, the Strata, or the Barstow, 100% Goggles has the right goggle to give you 100% every time you ride. With great accessories 
like the Forecast film system, endless goggle lenses, 100% goggles simply can't be beat. You can find it all on www.ride100percent.com. That's www.ride100percent.com. Go there and join the 100% family. RacersIndex.com is your ultimate race production resource. From the starting line of production to the finish line of winning, RacersIndex.com is your go-to resource to be a part of or produce a checkered flag winning event. The professional's place to find work and workers, rides and riders, and more. If you need it to make your race event happen, it's happening at RacersIndex.com. If you want to be a part of the racing world, join the RacersIndex.com team today. If you need people on your team, you can find them at RacersIndex.com. Log on now and find what you need, who you need, and anything needed for two-wheel or four-wheel racing. Log on if you're a mechanic, model, rider, flagger, caterer, sound engineer, team owner, production specialist, or anything related to racing. Find all people, places, and things racing all at racersindex.com. From dirt to the track, from desert to the drag strip, racersindex.com is your ultimate race resource. Click it for your ticket to all things racing. Racersindex.com. Deft Family Gloves. Deft means showing cleverness and skill in handling things. What you want to see in football and basketball is some deft handling of the ball. Some people are physically deft, like accomplished athletes. Deeply entrenched as it is, and um, like obviously, uh, you're one of the guys that uh, surfaced at this uh, 125 Dream Race. And uh, before we get right into that race, uh, you mentioned that when you got it back into riding in general, it was on uh, a pair of two strokes Hondas per se, and uh, like it, you it didn't take much to get those running. Um, if you were say like. Regardless, if you're someone who's a past racer, new racer, uh, if you were to get into the sport in a, as, as a mid twenties, looking for uh, most bike for your dollar, uh, would you prescribe the same uh, same program as you took uh, going on Craigslist or, or eBay or any of those sites, getting a, a gently used or possibly well maintained two stroke, and uh, for for not so much money, getting yourself a, a pretty potent racing machine? You know, I mean, these days you see what Benoit obviously did in Canada. If you that's that's not the same type of that's not the same same type of two stroke obviously that's coming off Craigslist but I mean it's it's great that two strokes are coming back and and um, you know I don't think it's just a it, I don't think it's just a fab it's just uh, or it's trending right now whatever you want to say but I think they're coming back just because the reality of the sport ten thousand dollars for a, a motorcycle yeah and then um, you have to put another ten into it and you could throw another ten at it and you could just keep throwing you know, 10 at it and, 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 um, to make it competitive and be, you know, and then to keep them main, maintained and running at that level, it's, it's, uh, it's a fortune, you know, it's, it's never ending, but I definitely think the two stroke route is great. Happy that it's, uh, you know, coming back and, and it's, it's, it's affordable. They're reliable. Um, they're very simple to, to maintain and, and run. And, you know, anybody, anybody can really, uh, do a top end on them. So it's not like tearing into a four stroke. Um, definitely, uh, definitely cool that they're coming back around. So, 
Absolutely. I got uh, a pair of uh, of Kawasaki's myself and uh, newly acquired KTM 252 stroke. Uh, just dabbling with ideas in my head as you were talking there. It's it's a it's an awful shame that uh, they had changed the rule for uh, 252 strokes uh, that uh, the only ones allowed to run them uh, are, uh, are are the, uh, like countrymen in, in Canada. You have to be uh, Canadian to run one, but uh, otherwise I would have suggested that you uh, race uh, race one of those two strokes up here in Canada. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that, that there was a rule that if you had to be a Canadian to run that in both classes, huh? Uh, well, you can race a, a two-stroke in the four, 450 class. Uh, that's that's where that, that bike originally uh Yes, but uh, uh, that 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 you'd be uncontested there. But uh, as far as 250 against the 450 class and the MX2 class, you do have to be Canadian. I, I was uh, just hmm. thinking of that, and I was like, my 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 idea stream uh, was stopped dead in its tracks in uh, with that with that reality. Because uh, yeah, a guy like yourself with a great skill set and uh, with a decent machine under you uh, could really make could really do some damage. No, yeah, totally. I mean, it's cool. It's thank you, Devin, in the 250 class. Just to qualify on them is awesome, and it'd be cool to see somebody do it in the 450 class and, and um, you know, actually get there every weekend. The Canadian Nationals, they, they were good to me and bad to me, but uh, Canada's been great to me. I, you know, I met my wife up there. And, um, I've got had a few rides here and there up there and still have people contacting me about doing this and that, but um, just trying to keep it fun, man, and, and, and get the wheels rolling again for myself and and I put, like I said, I put some people together and going to train through the winter and can definitely hit it this next year a bit harder than I did this year. Last year, I, I went to the track, um, working full construction right. and shouldn't even have been there on a bike. That was, it was just a, you know, Craigslist express Craigslist special, a thousand bucks, dangerous obviously to be on. But, um, then this year I got new bikes and, and framed them and had some people help me out. But next year I'm going to try to sell my, uh, Hondas and possibly pick up. A uh, new company, like whether it's Husky or KTM, just because I'm going to do a little bit of enduro and, and tra- a little bit of trail racing or whatever, you know, to try to kind of branch out and broaden my horizon a bit and try to, uh, like I said, do more lifestyle. There's there's riders doing it out there. You know, there's uh, uh, there's a handful of them like Axel Hodges, Darren Durham, you know, Tyler Berman, you know, Twitch is one. He's freestyle, but he's still more lifestyle. And, and obviously, uh, Hanny, you know, he's, you know, keeping it 100. It's those are all people that are just a product of their environment. You know, it's motocross. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a savage lifestyle, man. And once you've, uh, uh, brought yourself, you know, once you've, uh, um, yeah, lived it, it's, uh, like I said, it's hard to get away from it. <laughs> totally. I absolutely agree. Now, uh, how did this, uh, you first hear about the 125 dream race that, uh, went down, um, just at, it was at the Washougal national and the, the intermission. Uh, and how did you prepare yourself for that? And, uh, that was, that was on that, was that on your, your, your Craigslist, uh, special or was that, uh, a more, uh, uh, well-built machine? You know, I wish, uh, the, the Craigslist special didn't come together. I, uh, my, the bike I bought off Craigslist, uh, my 250 was in mint condition. Somebody looped it out, uh, and never, ever rode it again. And it, it was loaded up, but it was like brand new. The side, little side knobs were still there. And, uh, but my 125, every single bolt on the thing was rounded off. Like somebody worked on it with a set of pliers. So, uh, nice. have uh, a bit of a harder time getting it to the race, but I had a local shop around here hooked me up with a 2015 Yamaha. And it was like a week before the, two weeks before the race, um, the shop called me and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we tore it down that week and sent the motor off and 
and ordered a bunch of parts and they came in that next Monday before the race and our Tuesday we were even I didn't get to ride the bike until Friday the night before the race we broke it in at Evan Baker's above Washougal and uh, if I wouldn't have got to do that I would have felt quite sketchy on the machine just because I haven't I never even got to ride a Yamaha or I haven't been really riding 125 my mind never got together before I got to ride it I've just been strictly racing two strokes and riding them the last three years um so the 125 I'm a bit foreign on it and it's uh you know you got to hit your marks on it but uh yeah I kind of threw it away I was in fourth and I, I believe I should have been podium for sure at least pick the two the two uh old salty dogs off in front of me but um yeah, I, I ended up tossing it away and kind of washing my back end out over a berm, but um, racing, racing, stuff happens. And uh, it was it was a cool weekend, obviously, to, to race two strokes at Washougal on, on the day of uh, National. But, yeah, that, that 125 two-stroke team race is uh, it's a cool event this year. There They got 500 class, the 250 class, and the 125 class. It's a very cool event here in Washington State. And uh, everybody, everybody up here in the Northwest is definitely proud to have uh, – such an event and it's been going on for quite a few years now and um you know people are really all about it you know they, they come out of the woodworks to, to come uh attend really it's it's uh definitely old school so is the 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 event the uh the 125 dream race itself the the, the whole weekend event are you attending that this weekend or is that uh not on the on the schedule Yes, that is this weekend, you know, and um, it's a shame. I uh, threw my back out a month ago, and I haven't even okay. touched a motorcycle in, in a month. I haven't touched a bike in a month, and and just uh, it's a fun event, though, so I'm not really stressing. There is some heavy hitters and some uh, fast guys coming up, and you can only ride a 125 so fast, so it's it's all yeah. out battle, battle royale out there. So I'm looking forward to it. Fun weekend, trying to get through it safe, and then uh, – got some hair scramble somewhat like uh enduro trials race to do a couple of weekends after that and then i actually think i might pack up out of washington state and head to california and, and do a few uh photo shoots and, and just show everybody down there that you know i'm still riding and whatnot and we'll be doing it on a 2002 two-stroke riding out there with all the boys so it should be pretty cool well, there you go. And uh, any, any chance that that, uh, that 2002 two-stroke finds itself north of the Canadian border to uh, compete in the Future West uh, Arena Cross Series? It's uh, eight rounds over four weekends in, uh, in, a, in, the, in a province only uh, a, few, uh, a few hours north of you. Yes, you know, I've seen a few of our uh, Jake Anstead race to TVD up there the other last year and won one, yeah. one, one a weekend or this or that. But, yeah, it seems like uh, quite a few people made it up there, and you guys had a decent series going, and it seemed like you guys had good pay. So possibly, um, my like my plans are I might actually hang the bars up all winter and not even touch a motorcycle and just uh, go hibernate in the gym and just uh, get ready for next year. And, uh, speed really never goes away, and the program I have right now, like I said, is more lifestyle. I'm just trying to trying to be happy. I work on a farm these days. Uh, I'm living in a house that was built in 1883 80, or something, super old home. And, so no AC um, then? No AC, no, definitely <laughs> not. Um, at least it's not too hot in Washington State. But yeah. me and my wife work on the farm every single day, wake up and uh, help the guy out. Um, yeah, basically living the farm life. It's a bit slower, but um, eating good food and, and uh, living a natural life. But uh, like I said, I'll be hibernating through the winter and trying to bulk up and get ready for next year. And who knows after next year, um, 
who knows where it'll bring me, man. I, I got people in my corner that think I could do this or that, but, um, it's hard, man. Really. I, most people tell me to step away from it. And, uh, but then half the, half the other people tell me I, I shouldn't. So it's, it's, uh, a struggle really to figure out what I should do. Definitely. Well, uh, uh, I think in, in a case like that, it's a, it's a follow your heart, uh, um, uh, side of things where you, you need to, uh, look down deep and, and to see where you're happy. And if, if that's being on the seat of a motorcycle, then uh, you should go ahead and do that. Um, what, what, what is it about, uh, your childhood or your, your upbringing as far as motocross goes, that's kind of shaped your view on the sport and your, uh, your passion for it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say too much. I could go down so many dark roads about this or that and talk about the industry in, in uh, a different type of light than it's talked about. It's so glamorized, and, and so, uh, and then some people, like you were saying, they talk about it that it's super gnarly, the injuries and, and uh, the training and the road rides and stuff like that, and there's just the, the repetitive lifestyle that you live, and it's it's never-ending in the season-to-season, season, super fast outdoors. There's, there's real no rest in between, and it's uh sport is brought to such a heightened level these days and, and kids are uh the day and age we live in is um it's a toxic environment and, and kids are willing to die for today and, and have no no uh means for tomorrow and um the like i said it's the, the level of the sport that we are at it's uh it's dangerous the 450s have so much power and, and, and whatnot and um you know it's um uh, it's amazing when the older guys stick with it and are still doing it. I, I love to see people that, that, uh, that aren't the best that just still do it, you know, like Nick way. And, and there's so many of them that have switched sports or are gone different directions, but still right, ride a motorcycle or just, uh, you know, do lifestyle with it, you know, like Mike Brown and whatnot. And there's a bunch of people out there, obviously, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's definitely a, it's uh, been a different lifestyle, obviously, than going to school and, and um, living a normal lifestyle. You have friends in town, this and that, and you go to the movies or how, whatever the normal people do, really, the boring lifestyle. We thought it was boring, but we, we were somewhat jealous of it because our your life lifestyle is so chaotic and, and hectic and crazy, but at the same time, uh, I feel blessed that that we experienced what we experienced, and, and not many not many get to. Get to so, uh, but... Um, yeah, man, it happened so fast. Really, it's uh, uh, it's it's uh, yeah, like I said, it happened so fast. None of us really can even control it or or uh, knew that what was going to happen. It just kind of all happened, snowballed chaos into what it is these days. But um, yeah, the industry of motocross has definitely shaped my family. It's it's uh, given us a lot, but it's taken a lot from us. But I mean, I wouldn't have had it any other way. So. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, I think most people would say, regardless of uh, injury or uh, uh, good and bad times in motocross, it's one of those things where uh, we love our sport and we we continue to love it, and uh, because it's given us uh, a feeling like no other. Um, exactly. It's it, for as far as um, your your riding skills go. Uh, what do you fancy yourself the most uh, adept to? Whether it be outdoors or uh, riding in the hills, or is it uh, or is it arena cross, supercross? What uh, what what do you feel like your skill set lends itself to best? You know, I've always liked outdoors, but 
I mean, indoors, if they're proper indoors, I've, uh, they're, it's, it's nice. I've never actually got to race supercross. I've always, I've always tested supercross in Cali, which I enjoyed, enjoyed riding supercross. It's, uh, it's not as hard as, it's a different type of hard, obviously, than outdoor. Um, but in reality, it's definitely not as hard as outdoors compared to when it comes down to the heat and the 35s and just, uh, how the track is just way, 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 just gnarlier, a bit more hard to control the bike, obviously. But these days racing 450s and supercross, it's, it's like at a level to where it is just as gnarly as outdoors. It's hard to control the bike and, and manipulate it. But, um, you know, uh, I, I forget the question my man. Sorry. Uh, well, it's uh, it's the fact of of um, like I asked you basically where like where your 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 skill set. Um, oh yeah, fits yeah. Best. Just and you, having fun, man. Having fun on the motorcycle, you know, racing. Uh, racing, racing. At the same time, I was I was always pretty decent at, and if I ever crashed or this or that, um, um, I was always able to hang it out and and wick it up that extra level for race day, which um that's that's what it's about but practicing man i always like just to have fun and go out with friends and your boys and just try to uh enjoy the day man but at the same time um you know riding free riding is awesome but uh yeah outdoors outdoors just trying to have fun and uh and get weird with it man i definitely like to uh just try to try to get the most out of the bike and manipulate it and do things that are you know, non-orthodox, a bit or, unorthodox or um, non-traditional, and trying to, um, yeah, just not do it like everybody else, really, and and try to have fun at doing it. And yeah, man, I don't know. Well, there you go. It can't fit you in uh, in one particular box, and that's probably a good thing for this day and age. Uh, Tyler, where can people uh, follow you a little bit closely, uh, closer, and uh, and, and kind of get a flavor of, uh, of what you bring to the lifestyle side of the motocross uh, industry and the sport? And uh, and also for, for for those who are looking to to support you, whether it be a, a sponsor or or a company that uh, really likes the way you do your stuff, uh, where they how could they get in touch with you? How can they follow you you know these days uh social media is always changing this and that what's hot um tomorrow who knows what it's going to be but where i'm most viral right now is instagram and um i've been working on a lot of video stuff this this uh this summer uh, i somewhat haven't been as uh virally um recognized as i should be i haven't been posting as much as i should be um me and my wife share a phone. We're somewhat, like I said, living this organic lifestyle, not really attached to uh, what what what's uh, cool or or look at us, or, you know, or what we do. But at the same time, in the day and age we live in, it's that's what it's about, man. And you got to try to present yourself in the best way and, and represent yourself in a way that's going to uh, heighten your position in life. And um, but yeah, I'm definitely trying to do more in, in this next year. I just I, I got a program and a base and a team and people behind me put together for next year, and I'm talking to a few shops to get some new bikes underneath me instead of racing these O2s. But uh, for the most part, the weekends that I went and raced the O2s, uh, I was competitive with everybody else on the 2016s and, and the 450 class and whatnot. So, um, and that's just local level, but at the same time, racing's racing, you know, it's, you can only really go so fast, but, um, it, but it seems to be the bar's always pushed. So, uh, but just, uh, trying to enjoy things, man, and, and, uh, be happy in life. Uh, 
just uh, enjoy enjoy things. Well, right on, man. We really appreciate you giving us some time here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. We will stay in touch with you in the in the coming months and uh, to see where your progress is on that uh, that program of yours. And look for you to be uh, twisting the throttle on a on a brand new machine come the spring. You have yourself a great uh, evening and uh, don't hang up just yet. But for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. For sure. Thank you, my man, for having me, man. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by 100% Goggles. Be sure to head to Ride 100%, that's R-I-D-E, 100-P-E-R-C-E-N-T.com to check out all available product, goggles, and a full rundown of the company itself. Also make sure that you check out RacersIndex.com to register and find yourself an industry job If you're a mechanic looking for a job or if you're a rider looking for a job, go to racersindex.com. As always, thank you guys so much for listening and contact me at bradgebhart88 at gmail.com for any suggestions or review or feedback. Always appreciated. Thanks again for listening. Another day is nearly done A darker gray is breaking through a lighter one A thousand sharpened elbows in the underground That hollow hurried sound Feet on polished floor And in the dollar is closing up and counting loonies trying not to say I hate Winnipeg The driver checks the mirror seven minutes late The crowded rider's restlessness enunciates Guess who sucked? The Jets were lousy anyway The same route every day And in the turning lane Someone stalled a game He's talking to himself And here's the price of gas Repeat his phrase I hate Winnipeg A golden business boy Will watch the north end die And sing I love this town Then let his arcing wrecking ball proclaim I hate 
Winnipeg.